Lord be with you. And also with you. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Friends, near and far, we welcome you to this Sunday service of ordered worship in the nave of Marsh Chapel, Boston University, the second Sunday of Advent. The liturgy, homily, and music are offered in the praise of God for our gathered congregation here at 735 Commonwealth Avenue for our New England radio audience through WBUR 90.9 FM and for our internet listenership around the globe live at WBUR.org. My name is Robert Allen Hill. As the Dean of Marsh Chapel, I encourage your written or emailed responses, your prayerful and material support, your selection of personal ministries, and as the Spirit moves, your presence with us here for worship. With joy today, we conclude our autumn exploration at the intersection of Christ and culture, Commonwealth Avenue, and our Commonwealth of Heaven. As we celebrate, we announce a common hope. This is the day the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. As we are able, let us stand in the praise of God.
merciful God, who sent your messengers, the prophets, to preach repentance and prepare the way for our salvation. Give us grace to heed their warnings and forsake our sins, that we may greet with joy the coming of Jesus Christ, our Redeemer, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated. A lesson from the second epistle of Peter, chapter 3, verses 8 through 15. But do not ignore this fact, beloved, that with the Lord one day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like one day. The Lord is not slow about his promise, as some think of slowness, but is patient with you, not wanting any to perish, but all to come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief, and then the heavens will pass away with a loud noise, and the elements will be dissolved with fire, and the earth and everything that is done on it will be disclosed. Since all these things are to be dissolved in this way, what sort of persons ought you to be in leading lives of holiness and godliness, waiting for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be set ablaze and dissolved, and the elements will melt with fire? But in accordance with his promise, we wait for new heavens and a new earth where righteousness is at home. Therefore, beloved, while you are waiting for these things, strive to be found by him at peace, without spot or blemish, and regard the patience of our Lord as salvation. So also our beloved brother Paul wrote to you, according to the wisdom given him. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God.
Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. Mark, chapter 1, verses 1 through 8. Glory to you, O Lord. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in the prophet Isaiah, See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way, the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed, The one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, the beginning of the gospel. The same phrase with which Paul concludes his letter to the Philippians here opens the gospel of Mark, the beginning of the gospel. The Greek phrase without article in either case is the same, arche to evangeliu. The reference in Paul is to the start of friendship and the creation of an addressable community in Philippi, to the inception of of a new dawn of hope. The reference here in Mark is to the start of a narrative, a gospel, a new kind of literature for a new kind of story, to the inception of a new dawn of hope. Mark 1, 1, Philippians 4, 15, the beginning of the gospel. Today we come to the altar of love, to the table of grace, to the real presence of Christ in bread and cup, and as a community, we lay down the work of the last 15 weeks. For we have traced the nexus of Commonwealth Avenue and our Commonwealth in Heaven week by week. We have walked the lovely lanes of Paul's letter to the Philippians week by week. We have strolled the beautiful shared space of the Commonwealth Avenue Mall week by week, and now we are done. The walk is over, or almost so. It remains only to recognize, in retrospect, our common hope. It remains only to recognize in retrospect our duty to respond to a call to decision. For those who may have deferred attendance or audition until the holidays, you may consider this your makeup sermon for all past 14 August to December. For there is an echo from heaven to earth and back again, and that echo is the preaching of the good news. Walk along the lovely lines of Paul's best letter, Philippians, this afternoon. Walk along the lovely lanes of America's best avenue, Commonwealth, this afternoon. Faith is calling to faith, hope to hope, step by step, and street by street, and verse by verse. Scripture and life both acclaim a common hope. To hear and heed hope's echo is to walk in the light as he is in the light. You have one life. 
One day, your life will find completion. And on that day, whatever your life was, it is. That is who he was, they will say on that day, and that is who he is. On that day, will these marks of a common hope be remembered? Will we, we, will we be remembered as those who lived on Commonwealth Avenue as those whose true Commonwealth is heaven? Hope echoes partnership. Paul acclaimed partnership. Abigail with John Adams lived in partnership. Listen in love for the cadence of mystery that befalls us in the advent of partnership. Hope echoes courage. Paul faced the unknown with courage. Have no anxiety, he wrote. Leif Erikson sailed fearlessly across an uncharted sea. We know the pull of gravity, whose spiritual dimension is fear, but our commonwealth is from heaven, of heaven, heavenly. Hope echoes forbearance. Paul taught forbearance. George Washington modeled forbearance. Hardly a decent thing ever gets done without the power of forbearance, patient restraint, the willingness to keep oneself in check, to refrain from retaliation. Look hard, look deep. If it is good, it was made with forbearance. Forbearance is prevenient forgiveness. Hope echoes service. Paul affirmed service. We honor on our great mall firefighters and others who serve the common good. Ministry is service. That's what the word means. We are taught here to hunt for life, to find real life, to have the experience of really being alive in service. Hope echoes beauty. Paul exclaimed that we should meditate on beauty. Our one street, this lovely setting, exudes beauty from Arlington to Massachusetts Avenue. Beauty opens the world to grace. Beauty may prepare you for the gospel of faith, the faith of the gospel. Hope echoes generosity. Paul challenged his people to generosity. The shared common space in our city is a reminder of common hope. You will live exemplary lives when it comes to money. I know you will. You will give generously 10% a year to something, someone beyond yourself. You will avoid debt like the plague. When someone offers you the enticing shackles of debt, you will say, be gone. You will save 10% a year in anticipation of something, someone beyond yourself. You will see the challenge of saving as a sport, call it frugality. You will see the challenge of honest labor as a sport, call it industry. You will see the pressure of exact reporting as a sport, call it accounting, and you will exercise, develop, grow, and prosper. I know you will. Hope echoes equality. Paul honored women. He names Udiah, he names Syntyche. We remember Lucy Stone and Phyllis Wheatley. The full range of women and women's voices across the centuries has yet to receive ample appreciation. In our time, we shall do our part to fill up what here is lacking. We know the power of a diaconal mystique. Hope echoes vocation. Paul experienced vocation, as do you. At Marsh Chapel of Boston University on Commonwealth Avenue, we revere vocation and remember those like Schweitzer and Adams and Thurman who help us define the word, for vocation leads to God.
Hope echoes memory. Paul remembered the beginning of the gospel and so had access to his own best past. Our libraries in Boston provide access to hopeful people from our past like Alan Knight Chalmers and others. Here is one definition of hell, losing access to your own best past. Here is one description of heaven, finding access to your own best past. Hope echoes excellence. Paul approved whatever is excellent. So do our Commonwealth Avenue heroes and heroines. We travel in the company of the blessed, those who have guided us into the deep and the good and the beautiful and the true. Hope echoes grace. Paul preached a material grace. Alexander Hamilton championed a kind of material grace. At the opening of the Commonwealth Mall and at the heart of the letter to the Philippians, there stands in timeless symbol a respect for material grace, which we shall need in our time. Christianity acclaims an incarnate faith, one that takes place and takes its place on the street where you live. Hope echoes joy. Paul sings of joy. It is a joy to walk the Commonwealth Mall, and the Bible records loving, wise, and faithful responses to all of life, including pain, hurt, failure, exile, and execution. The remarkable trait of the Bible from Genesis to Revelation is its honesty about pain. Paul writes from inside a prison, a cave, Jonah in the belly of the provincial whale. How stunning his tone, how stunning his word. Paul in Philippians writes largely about joy. Rejoice in the Lord always, again I say rejoice. Hope echoes thanksgiving. Paul worships in thanksgiving. With our predecessors along this avenue, we do as well. And in this very year, 2008, after 40 years of wandering, after 40 years of the apotheosis of difference, after 40 years of wrangling about particularity, after 40 years of a distinction unto distrust, after 40 years of languishing in a spiritual malaise, after 40 years of exile without nostalgia, awaiting return without remorse, after again a biblical 40 years of private tears and narrow fears, look today. A meadow lies before us, a green meadow of responsibility, a brown meadow of maturity, a harvest meadow of liberality. We've come round again to a place of ardent possibility, common faith, common ground, common hope, partnership, courage, forbearance, service, beauty, generosity, equality, vocation, memory, excellence, grace, joy, thanksgiving. Here are the hallmarks of a common hope, a way a path into the future, a sidewalk on which to wander, to walk, to live. What kind of a future will it be? It's up to you. My friend met a spiritual person and their conversation went as follows. So, you are a spiritual person. I am. I am a spiritual person. You are spiritual. I am spiritual.
So then, do you pray? Well, no, I don't practice formal prayer. No, no, I don't pray. Well, do you meditate? No, I, I don't meditate. There, there hardly ever seems to be time enough. Do you walk and wander? No, I, I don't. I mean, I use the exercise, but I usually watch NBC or QVC or something like that then. Well, what about reading? Do you like to read? You know, I never really got into reading. No, I'm, I'm not really a reader. Do you like to hike in the woods or along the beach? You know, that always seemed a little boring to me. Do you have a community of faith and friends? No, I, I'm not really a religious person. I'm more of a spiritual person. Do you give your money to help younger or poorer people? I don't. You know, those appeals, they really turn me off. Well, how about your time? Do you volunteer, like in a food pantry? Uh, no, I, I don't really go into volunteering. It's, it's not really my thing. So let me get this straight. Okay. You are spiritual. Yes, I'm a spiritual person. You are spiritual. Yes. You do not pray, meditate, walk, read, wander, commune, give, or serve. Right. But you are spiritual. Yes, I'm, I'm just kind of a, a spiritual person. Friends at Marsh, across New England, friends abroad around the globe. The exciting claim of an open, undetermined future, embraced by the bearer, Christ Jesus, of a common hope, calls out to you this morning for a decision. Our season invites, no, implores, a resounding yes to echo the marks of a common hope. This is the beginning of the gospel. So when your friend asks you, are you a hopeful person? What will you say? Will you say yes to partnership, yes to courage, yes to forbearance, yes to service, yes to beauty, yes to generosity, yes to equality, yes to vocation, yes to memory, yes to excellence, yes to grace, yes to joy, yes to thanksgiving? In that yes, arche, tu, evangeliu, the beginning of the gospel. Amen.
We bid you welcome again here this morning at Marsh Chapel. We would lift up a few things for you this morning. Uh, following the service downstairs will be uh, a potluck lunch and then a, an Advent workshop from one to four. Come make wreaths, gingerbread people, and string prayer beads if you are so inclined. We would note that on Friday, December 12th at 6 p.m. here in the nave is our annual University Lessons and Carols service. Uh, which will re be repeated again uh, next Sunday, December 14th, at our regular 11 o'clock time, followed by which a catered lunch will be hosted at the Deanery 96 Bay State Road. And Dean, Dean and Mrs. Hill invite you to join them there. We hope you will fill out our Ritual of Friendship, otherwise known as the Red Book, at the end of, end of your pew so that we can get to know one another better. And we hope that those of you who may be listening from afar and would like to contribute to our work here at Marsh Chapel will do so by clicking the link Stewardship at the upper right-hand corner on the Marsh Chapel website. Now walk in love as Christ loves us, an offering and sacrifice to God.
us, thy love that surrounds us, we give thee thanks. Bless these gifts and the givers, we pray, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Beloved, Christ our Lord invites to his table all who love him, who earnestly repent of sin and seek to live in peace with one another. Therefore, let us confess our sin before God and one another. Let us pray. Merciful God, we confess that we have not loved you with our whole hearts. We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your love. We have not loved our neighbors. And we have not heard the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Hear the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves God's love toward us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. The peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you always. May we exchange signs of peace. with you and also lift up your hearts we lift them up to the Lord. let us give thanks to the Lord our God it is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you Almighty God creator of heaven and earth you formed us in your image and breathed into us the breath of life when we turned away and our love failed your love remained steadfast you delivered us from captivity made covenant to be our sovereign God, and spoke to us through your prophets, who looked for that day when justice shall roll down like waters and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream, when nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. <laughs> whom you sent in the fullness of time to be a light to the nations. You scatter the proud in the imagination of their hearts and have mercy on those who fear you from generation to generation. You put down the mighty from their thrones and exalt those of low degree. You fill the hungry with good things and the rich you send empty away. Your own son came among us as a servant to be Emmanuel, your presence with us. He humbled himself in obedience to your will and freely accepted death on a cross. 
By the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. On the night in which he was betrayed, he took bread. He gave thanks to you. He broke the bread. He gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was ended, he took the cup, gave thanks to you, and gave it to his disciples and said, Drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. And so, in remembrance of these your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ, redeemed by his blood. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world, until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, and your Holy Church, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty God now and forever. Amen. And now, with the confidence of children of God, let us pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Please come.
join together in our prayer of thanksgiving. Eternal God, we give you thanks for this holy mystery in which you have given yourself to us. Grant that we may go into the world in the strength of your spirit to give ourselves for others in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. God is at work in you, both to will and to work, for God's good pleasure. Amen. <laughs> 